Blog Talk Radio. charge me anything she's a 
sweetheart. I always throw her something. I have tried to, whoever does anything for us, we give little gifts to. But um, she had her daughter run out. They had a really cool May the 4th hat. And uh, the second I saw it, I had to have it. So she had her daughter run out special for me and grab one for me and one for her husband. So I wanted to thank Mary Kowalski. And uh, that being said, on that whole thanking thing and me not remembering anything, last podcast, we forgot to talk about Kevin Costell. Yep. You remember Kevin Costell. I do. <laughs> He's a member within our Crazy for Disney Facebook page. Get on there if you're not already a member. Um, he contacted me about two weeks before we went on our last trip and said that he had a special event ticket for the Mickey's Royal Friendship Fair. And uh, if anybody's been to Disney recently, they know this, this is a show they have in front of the castle. Uh, it's basically starring Mickey and Minnie, and then they have a bunch of different princesses come down, and they do a couple songs. It, it's a really cute show. They have, what, Tiana, Rapunzel, and um, Elsa and Anna. Mm-hmm. Was that it? Just three? Am I yeah. old man-braining it? No, that was it. And, and then, like, Mickey and Minnie and... Donald. Goofy. Goofy. So all the regulars were out there. And we had uh, we met Kevin in front of the castle. And uh, we watched the show from, like, right in front of the stage, which was really cool. Because we, we never even bother with these shows we at usually, all. usually, like, we'll be walking by and we'll just stop for a minute. And we watch from, like, a distance for a second. Yeah. We're like, oh, check it out. We then we get going. Yeah, so uh, this was kind of different for us. Our daughter enjoyed it. Our son actually seemed to kind of enjoy it. Yeah, he did. And uh, after the show was over we were invited up to go and see a couple of the cast members that performed in the show and get a, a nice big group picture. So I wanted to thank Kevin Castell. I thanked him within the group, but I like to thank him on the podcast too. Yeah. So if you're listening, Kevin. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so that was very cool. The other thing that we were dealing with is uh, we do all the run Disney events and they usually don't sell out that quickly. Usually we, we procrastinate a little bit. Yeah. And uh, we did the Star Wars race, so we were kind of on Disney layover when we got back, and uh, we forgot to register. So we lost on on registration for the wine and dine. So what we decided to do was, instead of just blow it off or to go through a travel agent, we decided to go and do a charity again. And the first time we did a charity, we did it for TAPS. Yeah. And that was for the wine and dine, wasn't it? Yes, it was. So we have done the wine and dine for a charity before, and it was really nice to raise money for a needy charity. But TAPS, I mean, in a, in a, I mean, we have military in our family, so it, it did feel a little bit like a hit home a little bit. But what are we doing this year? So this year we're going to do the American Cancer Society, which is really um, it's a cause that's very close to us because I'm a stage three cancer survivor. Um, it's something that I live with every day because I don't have a thyroid anymore. So it affects me. Um, probably why I'm not feeling very well today. I'm just really run down. Um, but I have to take medication every day and it, you know, sometimes it just makes me like really tired and, and I forget things. It makes and it, you dopey. It makes me dopey. It does. It That's brings true. you down to my level. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I was diagnosed with that about a little under a year and a half ago. Um, you know, people who know me and have followed me on Facebook have kind of seen my journey through that. And it's, you know, it's been tough. Um, but we also have other people in our lives who um, have had other forms of cancer who have, you know, gone through umpteen amounts of chemo. And um, I'm thinking of Shannon Trishler, who is right. one of our members, who's a dear friend of ours. Um, she's just, what she's been through is just unbelievable. And then we have, 
Rudy's cousin who just passed away from pancreatic cancer. Um, we just, we have a lot of cancer in our lives and I'm excited for this opportunity to be able to raise money for the American Cancer Society. I've been involved with our local chapter um, and they actually run a support group for thyroid cancer that I attend that has, it, especially when I was first diagnosed, it was tremendously helpful for me to have that. So this is just a way that we can give back to that. And uh, I'm excited about it. I think it's a, a really, um, you know, it's a nice opportunity to be able to do that. Yeah. And, boy, the one thing that really bothers me about all this is I know I was a kid growing up and you know, I had relatives that were sick. It always seemed like it was the elderly that got cancer. Maybe I, you know, I'm misremembering things, but I mean, cancer is hitting very young people lately. It is. And uh, I mean, you're early 40s. Yeah. I was diagnosed when I was 39. We don't like to say that. She, she looks like she's 20. I don't care. I don't care. But I wasn't even 40 when I was diagnosed. Yeah. And my cousin passed away at 41, I believe, uh, which hit us really hard. And uh, her mother's a cast member at Disney. And uh, she's obviously she's devastated and still dealing with it. And um, so it does. It hits home. And it's it's brutal. It hits so many people. And it's it's just more and more common. And, uh, you know, we, we would like to give back. So you'll start seeing some stuff in our Crazy for Disney group, our Crazy for Disney run group, where we'll post the uh, the link to, to this charity. And uh, we're looking to raise at least $2,000 each. Each. So uh, we're talking four grand. I'd like to hit at least five grand. Yeah, I'd, that's really kind of the number I had in my mind, too. I think five grand would, would make a big difference. Yeah, it would be nice. Uh, you know, we've got a lot of resources to do this. We've got a lot of very charitable people within the group. We do. Um, and they've always been that way. I mean, we have some of the, the nicest people within our group that, uh, that gave during our last, uh, charity drive as well, which was really awesome. And then obviously we have the local resources, which is always nice to have because we have a lot of friends locally. And uh, oh, yeah. you said that you've worked at the, uh, it's the place in Latham. The American Cancer Society. The American Cancer Society. Yeah, they, they actually have a community center called the Hope Club that I've worked pretty closely with, and I've actually done some fundraisers. Even prior to my own diagnosis, I did some fundraisers because I have some good friends who are breast cancer survivors, and I've had it in my own family. So, I mean, it's, it's something that's always been really important to me. And then, you know, all of a sudden, you never think it's going to happen to you, and it did happen to me. Um, so, it, yeah, it's just really important to me to be able to do this. Yeah, that was a very hard time. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was it was very sudden. It was something. I mean, you just had like a lump in your throat out of the blue. And I felt like I had the flu. And uh, you know, we obviously thought it was just the flu or, yeah, I or thought something I had, like, ridiculous. Glands or something. And uh, to hear that, you know, it's potentially cancer, and then to find out it actually was cancer, you know, it it really hits you. And uh, Danny had to go through radiation treatment, so it affected us within the house. I mean, she wasn't able to see. Uh, or hold her kids yeah, for a I couple had, days. Yeah, I had to be and isolated, was, and I mean, it was just, it was crazy, and I mean, you know, some people say, like, thyroid cancer is the good kind of cancer to get, because you don't have to go through chemotherapy, typically, but one of the things that's really different about it is that when you have your thyroid removed, that affects you for the rest of your life, because your thyroid controls all of the systems in your body, so if I'm not getting like the proper amount of hormones, which is why I need to take a pill every day, I can get really sick and I can get really run down. So it is something that will affect me forever. And so we're going to call on you guys. We're going to call on all the members for crazy for Disney. We're totally. going to call upon our listeners that just listen to the podcast. Please join our crazy for Disney page, our crazy for Disney group, our crazy run Disney group, get on there on Facebook and uh, look for that. And 
we appreciate. I mean, even in a couple dollars per person, we have 25,000 members. Yeah, I mean, we're not asking people to donate like your life savings, but you know, if you can throw us 10 bucks, I mean, it's it's going to a really good cause, and chances are every single person who is listening to this has known somebody or has been affected in some way by cancer. Probably multiple people. They probably know multiple people. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So skip a coffee, skip a donut, a burger, taco, something, and uh, throw as little as $5 or a dollar. Yeah. Every little bit counts. So keep it out for that. We'll we'll get you off of that for now. We'll be discussing that in the future Yeah, as well. we'll be talking about it a lot over the next six months. Six months. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what's funny? It seems so far away. The next thing you know, it'll just be here. Yeah, it's about a three-month training process, so we have three months to get. Got to get on it. We got to get pre-trained, and then we'll get trained. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back on it. We'll be good. Uh, one of the other things we forgot on the last podcast was I was going to talk about, they have a thing at Epcot. It's called, was it Agent P's? See how little I prepared? I wrote. I don't know what it was called, because you ha- didn't you have it on your phone? Yeah, it used to be Kim Possible, and now it's Agent P's. Yeah. Like, it, it's like a scavenger hunt, basically. And what you used to do is pick up like a little, um, it looked like a little phone. They had a kiosk set up. So, you know, what? That's the kiosk? Kiosk. Kiosk. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so, you go there, you used to pick up this little phone, and you go to different locations within the World Showcase, and these phones would interact with certain things on the buildings or in the surrounding area, which was always really cool. My son used to love it, and then he got away from it. Uh, my daughter never had done it before. Mm-hmm. And she loves that type of thing. She loves, like, finding little things or, or whatever. So uh, what they're doing now is they have it actually linked to your phone. So you have the My Disney Experience app. If you're within an area, like, uh, I think we were within China. If you're in China or one of the other countries that participates, it will automatically pop up on your phone. And it tells a little story. You got a little cartoon. And we just did China alone. And there must have been, I think, like, eight different things that interacted with the phone. Yeah, we were there for a long time. Yeah, you'll go to like a, a door and you'll hit the, the interact button. All of a sudden the door will creak open and you'll hear the characters talk through the door or uh, they had a fountain that moved in the uh, the gardens over there. So that's very cool. If you get a chance, even if you don't have kids with you, like if you're an adult, maybe don't spend the whole day doing it, but try it out because it is actually really cool. It was cool. Like in China where they had that thing that came up out of the water. That was really awesome. I think our daughter found that to be the most impressive. I found it to be the most impressive. I was like, Whoa. We're all in awe. My, oh my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, so if you get a chance, check that out. I forgot to mention that, and I felt stupid because uh, I did have notes on that. Just skip right over it. Yeah, all right. But we'll get to some news and rumors as well. Um, they have a new lost and found system coming to Disney, which we've never used a lost and found at Disney, have we? Have we ever lost We've never anything? lost anything. Yeah, we really haven't, which is crazy because you hear, like, stories constantly. Yeah. Maybe people stealing one of the strollers. Yeah, one of our members, had, she works at Disney, and she had her wallet stolen just yeah. a few days ago. Do you see that? No, and it's sad, because you, you always think, like, when you're at Disney, like, everybody's kind, everybody's wonderful. Yeah, not but, so much. But the truth is, is, like, the people still get to Disney. Yeah. They don't uh, check that at the door. So, uh, apparently, with this, instead of calling or stopping by a lost and found, you can actually go on uh, DisneyWorld.com. Oh. And they're going to have something set up so you can, you know, you, you lost an iPhone or you lost their wallet or whatever, and they'll have it in that database. That's a great idea. So that is very cool. And uh, hopefully we'll never need to use it. And hopefully nobody will ever have to use it. We but if you do. In our, we have a backpack and we just shove everything in there. So it's kind of hard to lose stuff. We were actually very naive for years. Oh, my God. We used to leave stuff in our stroller all the time. Yeah, we would carry, uh, I mean, before the cameras got really good in your 
cell phones. We carried a camcorder, we carried a regular camera, our phones, and if we went on like a water ride or something, we just stuff it all underneath the stroller and yeah. take off. <laughs> We'd have like four grand worth of electronics in there. It's just like, all right, we'll be back. <laughs> so uh, luckily, us being naive never uh, cost us anything. No. So that's something if you guys lose something, check that out. Uh, one of the other things they showed too was in Epcot, they started laying the groundwork for the Gardens of the Galaxy roller coaster. Cool. Which I am super geeked up about. And I'm actually going to talk about the Toy Story Land at the end because it kind of fits into this story as well. Okay. But anyway, um, yeah, they poured the concrete for the bottom. I said it was massive. It took 960 trucks to uh, pour that foundation. So it's obviously a, a giant area. Yeah, that must have been a sight. I know. I wish I saw it because we did see some construction when we were down there last trip. Yeah, we did. We saw how they cleared out the area for the Tron roller coaster. Yep. Obviously, we saw what's going on with Toy Story Land, mm -hmm. which looked amazing. I mean, we could only see, like... Yeah, we were standing outside the walls, and we were kind of, like, peeking looking. in. Yeah, it was cool. So, what they did show us looked really awesome. We're still hoping for passholder previews, but we'll see. down to the wire. I don't know. Um, you get some really good sights at uh, Star Wars Land. Even when you pull into the parking lot, you can see the mountains being built. You can see it from when you're down by Muppet Vision. You can yeah. see the mountains and stuff. They started bringing in trees. So, uh, yeah, the, the construction's really moving along. It's really cool to see all that. Uh, some of the other things, they had zebras born in Animal Kingdom. Aw. Little baby zebras. Little baby. Our daughter loves zebras, so I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, we didn't get to see them. Obviously, we were a little bit late for that. Yeah. Uh, and, oh, I should I actually should have talked about this when we were talking about the other race. Uh, the Star Wars race next year has changed. It was always the light side in California, the dark side in Orlando. They've stopped doing, you know what I was going to say right there? And you're going to be proud of me. I was going to say, obviously, they stopped. <laughs> but, Do you see what I mean, though? Like it, now I'm looking out for it, so you're not going to hear me say it. Um, they stopped doing the light side in California. They stopped doing all the races in California. Whether that's permanent or not, I have no idea. Uh, the effect that's had is the races in Orlando are selling out quicker, and that's probably the problem we have with the wine and dine right. or the food and wine um but with the, the star wars not having a light side and a dark side for two different locations they decided to make it all encompassing in one race so now you can pick from either the light side or the dark side from the orlando race i will obviously be running the dark side what are you gonna do why is that obvious look around i mean everything i have in here i know is, but nobody's sitting here i'm saying to you oh okay it's obvious to me i don't know i want to see well i don't know i don't really care you don't care if I'm running the light side or the dark side. Well, yeah, like, you're gonna have a different metal. Yeah, but I mean, probably depends on the metals. Right? I don't know. I'll probably do the, <laughs> if you're doing the dark side, I'll probably do the light side just so we have all the metals. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool because we keep all our metals together on a wall, so we have just duplicates of everything. So it'd be kind of cool to have something different. Yeah, we're gonna need a bigger wall. Yeah, we are. We have to start a whole. Uh, well, maybe we metal should start wall. Star Wars medals in one spot and our wine and dine medals in another, and we might start doing other races too. Yeah, we'd actually like to start doing other races because we've only done those two. Yeah. And uh, we'd like to run through Magic Kingdom more than anything. Yeah. Think. And the thought of running through Animal Kingdom is actually kind of cool, did we, too. Did we, ever, we never did, did no. we? No. No. We've, I mean, we've run through Epcot a million times. We've run through Hollywood, Hollywood Studios. Times, yeah. We've been in the parking lot at Magic Kingdom. That's true. Which is not thrilling. It looks like you're it's in not the parking lot. Like, at least with Epcot, if you're in the parking lot at Epcot, you can see the ball is lit yeah. off. So it's kind of cool. You know, you feel the Disney, uh, the thrill of it. But when you're dropped off in the Magic Kingdom parking lot, there's nothing. 
No, I don't know. You can't even see the castle. No, you don't see the castle. You don't see anything. So th that is not a thrill. And the, I think the worst part about that is when you're dropped off in the Magic Kingdom parking lot, you know you've got a long run of nothingness to right. get to Hollywood Studios, just that long stretch of highway. So, yeah, that'll be nice. Um, I'm looking forward to it. We're actually going to do – it was originally going to be our first half, but we're going to do the half for the food and wine. Yep. Uh, this will be the first race where we're going to do everything. We're going to do the five, the 10, the half, and the virtual half. And how does the virtual half work? Do you know much about that? We have not done any of the virtual medals, but I've kind of kind of read about them a little bit. It's just basically on an honor system, I believe. Oh, all right. So I thought maybe they had like an app that tracks it. That's, I'm surprised they don't. Maybe they do. I, I've got to look into it a little further. But, I mean, as far as I know, you just tell me, anyway, I ran a 5K and it's like the medal. I mean, what do they care? They just want the money for the – Right. I mean, it's that cheap. I think it was like 60 bucks for the – virtual medals last summer really so i mean it's not like they're they're giving away for nothing right so they're gonna get their money so yeah that'll, that'll give us something different to do we're really excited about trying to do a half because um there is it no seems, try it seems pretty daunting doesn't it they try we're gonna do there's it there's only do there's only do breaking out some yoda on me yes how dare you um it, it seems i mean when you haven't run in a while you start forgetting like how long certain distances are like when we did the 5k in april um it wasn't terrible but you realize it's 5k is still a pretty long race well, we, we did well with the time i mean the 5k it's hard to gauge because we were with the kids and we walked most of it with them but the 10k i felt like even not being trained we did pretty well we did do pretty well but i will tell you at the end of the 10k the thought of doing another 10k on top of that was like <laughs> so beyond my my um. reality i mean it was just it was so bad i felt exhausted so uh, we definitely need to get in shape and be prepared yeah, for that one. We have plenty of time. You think? Six months. Yeah. Uh, one of the other things they announced is they're getting rid of Night of Joy, which uh, we never, I mean, we don't really do many concerts there at all anyway. I know anyway. absolutely nothing about Night of Joy, so it doesn't affect me in the least bit. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was basically like a Christian concert event. Um, we don't even do the regular concerts. I think the only band we've ever watched was Hanson and, and we didn't was, even and that was just because we were in the America Pavilion we were meeting, meeting somebody well we were eating I think yeah I think we met Mikey McGee and a couple people yeah. we had a little bite to eat and, then, Maya and I danced the yeah, umbop it's the umbop which was pretty thrilling it was fun yeah but uh a lot of people are upset over it and I don't think this was uh any slight on any group by any means I don't think Disney did that I think they just eliminate stuff sometimes I mean, I think it's, it's you know, they're a business, and if they're not making money off of something or if it's not in, in the best interest of the business as a whole, they're going to cut it, and I, I assume that that's probably what happened here. Or maybe it's not drawing the same crowd it used to, well, that's they need to I mean. bring something new in. Yeah. I mean, uh, they cut out Star Wars weekends, which were hugely successful. I mean, obviously, they had the reasoning, whether it's just too costly for them or whatever. But, uh, you know, some people got very upset, and any of those subjects, you bring those up I in know. uh the Disney groups and like different like groups of people start attacking each other. So I just get rid of those. You can't mix politics or religion or any of those stuff with Disney. Nope. Because people get mad. Actually, Disney people attack Disney people on Disney subjects. All the time. Oh, my gosh. It's, it gets pretty crazy. Um, yeah, so if, if you were into Night of Joy, that's no longer going to happen. Hopefully they replace it with something decent and uh, you'll be happy again. There's always something something new around the corner. Yep. Uh, the other big thing was Toy Story Land. Toy Story Land. It's all you hear about is Toy Story Land. I'm excited for it. That being said, I don't want anybody to think like I'm 
not looking forward to. I'm dying to check it out. I love Toy Story just as much as the next person. Love the movies. I think the land looks gorgeous. Like yeah. the way they put in all the toys, you know, like they're full size toys. If you were like shrunken down and in, in, in the movie, I do have an issue with it. Here we go. You know, and, and Danny's already starting with the eye roll. <laughs> so we can bicker and fight over this one. Well, I, you go ahead and then I'll. You want to know what my issue is? You know what my issue is, but yeah. I'm going to lay it out for everybody else. I find uh, the rides to be very lackluster. And what I mean by that, and it, this drives me crazy. I, I mentioned this in the group. I just said that I didn't think they put any imagination into it. And people started attacking me going, well, it's supposed to be for kids. I understand kids ride. I don't have problems with kids rides. As a matter of fact, I love the kids rides more than the thrill rides now because I'm old and I can't handle too many thrill rides. Um, my issue is, is that these are like fancy carnival rides. And my thing with Disney is like, I can go to my local Six Flags and I can spin, I can go on a roller coaster. I can do all of these little simple things. And for Disney to just throw one of those things into to Disney world and throw like a little toy story overlay on it doesn't impress me in the least bit. And basically this uh, alien saucer spin, which it's the worst name ever because it's ass. Alien saucer spin. <laughs> and that's what everybody's calling it. I never it. even thought about that. <laughs> so, I didn't think of it either. I heard I saw somebody call it ass like three times. Like, why are they calling it ass? And I'm looking, I'm like, oh, alien saucer spin. Um, for those of you that have seen, I mean, they haven't shown video of it, but if you've seen pictures of it, what it looks like it's going to be is um, in, in Disneyland, they have, um, oh, it's, it's based on Mater. It looks like a teacup. So the, the large platform spins around, and then there's smaller platforms that spin within it. So, you know, you look like you're going towards every cup and whatever. The one difference is instead of your vehicle spinning, it just whips you back and forth. So all you're doing is you're going through these teacup motions, whipping back and forth, and there's nothing in there. You know, it's freshly painted and pretty and yeah. got a claw or whatever. But uh, it doesn't tell any story. And the same thing with the Slinky Dog. I love the roller coaster, like the new ones that are very fluid and that aren't rough when you take turns and stuff like Seven Dwarfs Minecart. I love. Uh, as far as I know, the Slinky Dog does not go in any kind of interior. The thing is all outdoors. So once again, that doesn't tell you any story. But it looks like the Slinky Dog. But here's my thing. <laughs> Here we go. When I go to Disney, you're obviously paying more money to go to Disney. Yeah. And the reason why you're paying more money is because it's a cut above anything else you've seen. It's above Universal. I know people love Universal. Disney's better. I'm going to say it right now. Disney's better than Universal. You haven't been there. But I just know. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's way better than Six Flags. It's better than SeaWorld. And it's better than Busch Gardens. And the reason why is because most of the rides tell a story. If you go on the Haunted Mansion and you're in the ride, you don't know what's going on outside. It could be raining, tornadoes, whatever, beautiful, but you're just so immersed within that ride, you don't care what's going on outside. Or Winnie the Pooh, as stupid as that is with the little cutouts, and at least you feel like it's telling you a story as you're going along. You could just go on and on. The rides that don't tell you a story, Dumbo, Aladdin, Teacups, and now these two Toy Story rides. They're just rehashed carnival rides. I shouldn't say that, also Dinoland. You've got Triceratops Spin and Primeval World. Well, you know I have issues with Triceratops Spin and the Aladdin ride because I feel like they're just Dumbo. And I think exactly. especially, I mean, Triceratops Spin isn't anything, it's not based on a movie or anything, but I feel like a lot could have been done with Aladdin. 
and that's my point is what story would be better to have interaction with than Toy Story. And I know people are going to throw in like, well, they have Toy Story Mania. Well, I would wait. Well, they do have Toy, Toy Story Mania, Which, but I would that's wait. That's a cheat. Why is it a cheat? Because I was already there. All right. Well, but maybe, okay. But first of all, you haven't been there yet. So I would reserve your judgment until after you've been there and experienced it because you're just watching videos. Right. I know it's not a, an interior ride. I know that's a, not a dark ride. So I don't see how being there is going to change my so opinion. So do you on think it. that every Disney ride should be a dark ride? I think that it should incorporate some aspects of that, like um, Seven Dwarves Minecart. As fun as it is as a roller coaster, what is your favorite part about that I'm ride? I'm inside, but that's because it stops and I don't feel like I'm going to puke. Is that the only reason? Well, I mean, it? I like the, I mean, you I love, love Snow Steve. White, so I like the song. <laughs> But I mean, you get you get a break from your average roller coaster, yeah. and you're going up this hill, and they've got all the animatronics, the music, mm-hmm. and you feel like you're part of that story. At the very end of the ride, even though it's brief, you get to see Snow White dance with the dwarves, and you know you get to see the witch on the outside, which is so cool. Same thing with um, Splash Mountain, which is my favorite ride of all time. It is basically when you break it down, just a, a flume ride. They have them at every park across oh, yeah. the country. And the one that we have in our local area is garbage. Oh, it's, it's awful. All you see is, like, parking lot. You see, like, <laughs> all the crap that they wound up, like, getting rid of one point is, like, buried like in the back. Shoved, yeah. And then there's one point where you go through the billboard, and there's some weird, like, the log. The guy on the log. <laughs> there's one guy spinning on a log. Another guy's, like, trying to move on. It, it's bad. It's terrible. And then you go to Disney, and... I mean, that that's one of the most immersive rides they have. I mean, how long do you spend inside of that thing? Which It's crazy to me. Yeah, I mean, it's it's most of the ride you're inside. So and that's my big issue is they could have taken that roller coaster and put it partially indoors. Like Tron's going to be indoors. Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be indoors. Rock and roller coasters indoors. Maybe they wanted some variety because so many of these rides are dark rides. I, I, mean, I mean, personally for me, once you just throw a roller coaster out, it's just an average roller coaster. Right, but you're not the only person who goes to Disney, and your opinion isn't the only one that matters. So there may be other people who really wanted an outdoor roller coaster. Why? I don't know, but maybe <laughs> they did. Even Mount Everest. Mount Everest has the aspects of the Yeti. I, I know what you're saying, but what I'm saying is that not everybody is of the same opinion that you are, and maybe they're they trying. They should be. Well, but they're not. Well, maybe I'll change their opinion, and everybody will be like me. Oh, God, help me. Whatever <laughs> happens. Yeah, and... And here's my other issue with it. If it was any other, like, property, I would be fine with it. But Toy Story, I mean, they're going on their fifth movie coming out eventually. They've got two or three shorts. I mean, you've got so much material to pull from. It would be so cool to go through a ride that took you through the experience, like, Andy when he was little growing up or whatever you can incorporate all four movies in it yeah but you don't know what I mean you just don't know what the experience is going to be like so I would hold off on on your opinion until you actually go and ride the rides and see what it's like I mean I'm just saying like I think you should wait it's an ass it's just a spinning you're an ass (laughs) so yeah that's my biggest issue is that I just it feels lazy to me it feels like it's a rushed park something that could just open quickly and I just think that's too big of a property to just kind of flash over it. I hope they do something else with it. I hope they have uh, they plan on expanding on it because I, I just, boy, Toy Story is so cool. Imagine if they just did something like a really over-the-top ride. Like Ratatouille is going to be the same way where you're seeing scenes from the movie. It's yeah. in a dark area. And uh, I just I hope they do something better with it. 
Give me something more, Disney. I'm excited to see it. Like, I, I don't have any opinion until I actually go. I'm very excited for the land. And that's the first thing. Everybody, when I'm negative, people think I'm just overly negative on the whole thing. That's not the case. I'm dying to go to Toy Story Land. I think the surrounding area is amazing. Andy's lunchbox was cool. It's Yeah, I've seen pictures. It looks like his lunch kind of turned yeah. over. It's a quick serve, obviously. It's not like the uh, – oh, I said obviously. Son of a bee. Um, <laughs> you also said for those of you a bunch of times. More than once? Yeah. Yeah. Because I've been trying to cut back on for those of you as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it looks like a turned over lunchbox, and we've seen the food. The food looks pretty good. Um, it's snacky type stuff, sandwiches. You want that s'mores French toast, don't you? Oh, my God. God, do I want s'mores French toast? That looks amazing. Yeah, Actually, the pop tart, like the fancy pop tart they have. Uh, I don't know if you I saw that. You haven't seen that one. That looks really good. Uh, oh, here's my other story. My other issue with this whole Toy uh, Story build up. The other day they had a big Disney day. Uh, Disney owns ABC, so they have like an entire channel that they can just go and promote on. So the other day they had a big promotion day uh, for Toy Story Land. They promoted on Good Morning America, The Chew, um, The View, and then I think they did one on Nightline that I didn't bother with. Basically, all they did was... I, I don't understand your issue with this at all. Well, the thing that drove me crazy was that they showed you so little. But there, it's a teaser. It was too much of a mm, tease. It's a teaser. It's called marketing. Yeah, I mean, I fast-forwarded two hours of Good Morning America, their garbage, to see. It was about a five-minute segment with about 30 seconds of actual footage I haven't seen. Uh, the Chew, I was really looking forward. I didn't want to see video of, like, Toy Story Land, but they said they were going to have the food on there, which I would assume would have been all the menu items. They had the brisket sandwich, and they had some, like, little tart. Yeah, they showed, like, a highlight. That's it. it. That's called a teaser. Where's my French toast, the s'mores French toast? It's not like you were going to eat it. It's but not like they were doing what? a sampling menu where you could go and eat it. And then on... Um, the view, not only didn't they show much of anything with Toy Story Land, but they did a ride, and they didn't do the Slinky Dog. They did Rock and Roller Coaster. It was huh. more of a preview for Rock and Roller Coaster than it was Toy Story Land. I don't know. I'm just devastated. I think that's – you're devastated? I'm devastated. So I was very mad at Disney. I was very mad at ABC, and I refused to watch Nightline that night. Devastated. Yeah, I was really looking forward to That's a to some, strong word. Well, I mean, it opens June 30th, which is what? A month and a half away, yeah, about a month, three weeks away. <clears throat> That's coming up pretty soon. So I mean, they've got to be pretty close to completion. So they could show a little more than what they're showing. I mean, maybe they don't want to though. I mean, they're trying to get people. In, they're trying to pique people's interest. They're not trying to like give away the farm. Yeah, I think at this point you're gonna. It's gonna be a mob scene regardless. People are ready to go. You, we've seen it in the Crazy Disney group where people are planning to be there that first week, which to me sounds like the ultimate nightmare. I mean, you're gonna have. It's open June 30th, so it's 4th of July weekend. Kids are out of school, and it's the middle of summer. So you got the heat, the kids, and crowds. To me, that's like the recipe for the worst time ever. Uh, we're there in November, which I'm hoping by November, I know it's still going to be crazy busy, but I'm hoping the crowds are a little a little more mellow. Probably not. But anyway, we're going to wrap it up because Danny looks like she's about ready to pass out. She's a trooper, though. Yeah, I'm not feeling great. You're not feeling it? No. No. You're going to be all right, though? 
Yeah, if I can go lay down, <laughs> you ever let me go. Well, let it go lay down. Uh, <laughs> tonight, we're going to go and do a live feed, or I'm going to do a live feed to do a giveaway. I'm going to give out a secret word. We're going to give away a Captain America movie poster, wow. which looks really cool. He's on his motorcycle. Uh, I'll put a picture of it within the Crazy for Disney podcast and TV page and the Crazy for Disney group on Facebook. Check them out. Get on there, obviously. Um We'll give that away. I'm going to come up with a secret word. I'm not going to even ask Danielle because every time I bring this up, she gives me this look like she's going to throat punch me. And then it's like, she's well, giving, you you're giving it to me right now. And I told you, you don't have to. I don't feel good. And I want to go lay down. All right. The, the <laughs> secret word is Avengers. I didn't even think of that offhand. I just thought that off the top of my head. So wow. Yeah, you like that? So PM me. Go on Facebook. PM me the word Avengers. You'll be entered to win it. Uh, I'll probably give away a couple stickers tonight in the live feed. Actually, I have to because we had a contest for the uh, May the 4th Be With You. Uh, I don't know. I can't keep track of all your giveaways. I know. It's crazy. I'm going to give away a couple stickers tonight in the live feed. And uh, PM me the word. What's the word? Avengers. Avengers. And you'll be entered to win a very cool Captain America poster. Yep. All right, guys. So we will see you next podcast. We'll be sometime during the middle of the week whenever we get Danny back and healthy again and happy and cheery. And we will see you guys later. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.